Good afternoon, Friday, October 29th. Several picks today, and I'm going to start with NCAA football Friday night action. I have one play. It's UNLV visiting Nevada up in Reno. I do like UNLV for the full game at plus 20.5. However, I like UNLV plus 10.5 or 11 for the first half even better. You can get 10.5 at plus 100 or 11 at minus 110. I think the trade-off is pretty much a wash on that. So whatever book you have that you like better, just play it there. Obviously, the 11 comes into play in a scenario where, say... Nevada's got 14 points and UNLV's got three. You know, that 11 gives you a push rather than a loss. I don't foresee that being the case here. Actually, Nevada has led most of their games at halftime, even against superior competition. Not all. They haven't let, they didn't lead Arizona State or Iowa State. I believe they led every other game at halftime. Or if not, they were extremely competitive. The 10.5 looks great. 11 is great. So that's the play on in college football for Friday is UNLV plus the points for the first half. If you if you if you like the game, take the game. I like the first half a lot better. And then we're going to move into NBA. The Clippers visiting the Trailblazers. Portland a three point favorite, and Portland home is the play minus three points. And then the second play and, and the final play in NBA is Dallas visiting Denver. Denver minus one and a half. I like Denver minus one and a half. So taking both home teams as short favorites. Hopefully we don't have a situation where it's a dog day. Although those seem to be the dogs that were uh, upper singles uh, to double-digit favorites that were winning. So we'll see. We'll see today. The two home teams, Portland and Denver, minus the points are the plays. And then... We go to NHL, two picks. We've got a dog today. So it's the Columbus Blue Jackets visiting the New York Rangers. I like Columbus plus 165 on the money line to take this. The run line, or excuse me, the puck line was a consideration. But that, however, is about minus 170. I don't don't like that. I mean, it's fair because, especially when I get to the second bet here, uh, well, I'll just get to the second bet. So Columbus and New York to go under five and a half. Under five and a half. This could be two to two going to overtime. Uh, it could just be a flat out three to two. It could be, you know, it could be three. It could be anything. All right. But I like the under a lot. And I like Columbus. Is Columbus's value play at plus 165 for sure. Now, obviously, you're giving yourself a great chance of winning this bet if you can lose by one, especially considering a five and a half total going under if it does, and a three to two outcome being the most likely outcome. And if that outcome happens to go against you, for example, if it does go to overtime and the Rangers are the ones that come out victorious, you actually win the bet with Columbus. I just don't want to play minus one, pay one at minus one seventy for two for two main reasons. First, I think Columbus has a very good shot at winning this outright, so give me the plus 165, number one. And number two, hey, what if, I, what if I'm wrong? What if the Rangers win 3-1, to 4-1, to 8-3? to three? You know, who knows, right? Well, why pay? Why I don't want to lose minus 170 on that. So I'm taking the plus 165 on Columbus Blue Jackets, and I'm going under 5.5, and, and I feel good about those. And then finally, we're going to look at baseball. Here's the way, here's the way this plays out to me. This is Atlanta's best chance to 
to win a game and get themselves a controlling spot possibly in the, well, I, I think it would be short-lived, but controlling spot in the uh, World Series uh, championship drive. This is the game that, that they are most likely to win. When I say that, because you're looking at a scheduled bullpen game for game four and then a fourth bullpen game for game five because Charlie Morton is out of commission for the rest of the year. So, and the bullpen's arrested. So if they need him in this game, which they'll bring them in early, then you've, you know, you, you, you tend to give Atlanta the advantage here because it's a must win for them, I think. If they fall down two to one, facing two bullpen days in a row, it's it's a no-go. It's 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 over. It's curtains. So this is the game that they feel like they need to win. Now I would go with Atlanta. If you go with Atlanta, more power to you and good luck. I'm I'm not going against Houston at this point in time. Uh there's a couple of factors in play here. Uh I just don't like Ian Anderson as much as other people do, and I don't. And I disagree. His stats have not been bad lately. Of course, he's only pitched about twenty innings in his last six or seven starts, right? I think so. That's not great, but he's done well. Versus, you know, the the the, the slight on the Houston pitching staff is that they're unproven or they're not getting it. You know, that's fine. The thing is, when Houston plays all these high-run, high-scoring games, things can get out of hand in a hurry. It's it, When you play a more competitive game, sometimes you rise to the level of the play. So I'm not going to go against Houston, although the smart money might say to take Atlanta in this, but sometimes the smart money is contrarian. So I'm laying off on that. And as I've mentioned before, I really do believe postseason baseball is for the fans more than it is pr- profitable betting. Um, now the total has a little more interest. This is a scenario though, again, where I think I would tend, I want to go over, but I would tend to think the smart bet is under. Now why? Well, you have an eight and you have a nine in the two games. Uh, realistically, the first game probably was a nine as well, but it, it, well, you know, it'll go down the history books as an eight and that's what it is. So the average is eight and a half between the two games. The total on today is eight and a half. So is it going to tilt under or is it going to tilt over? Well, those first two games are in American League where you've got a DH. The, the pitcher doesn't have to come into play. They do here. Now, probably not often. Maybe only one at bat. Actually, maybe no at bats. You never know. But uh, obviously, trading a pitcher at the plate versus what is usually your best, well, one of your better hitters, that's going to lead to the under. But again, they're the ninth batter, so if any of these guys are showing some trouble, there will never be a pitcher to come to bat. So that might not come into play. And, of course, it's just one out out of three. It does obviously lean lower. As you'll know, the National League games are lower scoring than American League games because of the DH. So um, I would tend to lean over, but, again, I'm not going to go that way because of this being a potential to – uh, be under with the uh, non-DH, but here's the other factor. Again, really piggybacking what I said on the side of the game for who you know the winner of the game is this is a must-win scenario as much as it can be 
there's no must win until you've lost three games and the last game is a, is a uh, go home game if you don't win. But um, this is their best chance, probably in their eyes. They've got a starting pitcher going in Ian Anderson, who they do trust, and they have fresh bullpen. They had the days they both teams had the day off yesterday. Now there's no break after this, and their bullpen games to start with. So there's no pitcher to go five innings, six, seven if you're lucky. And they bring your best guys in. You're putting, you're you're pulling out the stop gaps, and you're putting everybody in there. And there are going to be used up to some degree today, provided these pitchers don't somehow pull one out of their rear ends and and go deep into the game. Both teams would love that, especially Atlanta. They need that, and they probably have a better chance with Anderson than Houston. But I don't give either team much of a chance to go deep. The bullpens get worn out, and then games. Uh, four and five become more likely to be over. Now, will the books, uh, will they reflect that and go to nine, nine and a half? We'll, we'll, we'll find out. Sometimes they get stubborn and they'll put the eight and a half in there and then we'll just jump on the over. So that is it for today. So you got the one NFL, or excuse me, the one college football. You've got two NBA and two NHL for five picks it's likely that I'll be posting a separate pick for all of college football tomorrow. And we'll see the NFL Sunday and Monday might be up yet today, but it's more likely to be up on Saturday. But just look for those. They'll be listed as college football by the week and NFL by the week is at 9 and 8, I believe now. Week 9 for college, week 8 for NFL, if I remember correctly. But anyway, look for those in separate ones and uh, good luck.